This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Senate this week. I wonder if there's 20 folks in the House of Representatives right now. I say, man, we don't get tired of winning. Kevin McCarthy still not speaker. Apparently some workings overnight. They're going to go at it again today to see what happens. And I think the biggest takeaway from that, especially here, look at what's happening. I'm telling you, tune in to CNN. I have never seen so many Republicans, uh, and there's a lot of them going on to CNN, and they're criticizing uh, they're breaking, what, what is it, the uh, the 13th, what was Reagan's amendment? Uh, he had an 11th commandment, 11th thou, commandment. Shall, thou shall not speak ill of another Republican. And there, man, you should see these Republicans going on to CNN and uh, and doing it. And these 20, uh, they they keep winning. Welcome to the show. Feel Good Friday edition of Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I am Brandon Rather. Steph's going to be back in a few days there, of course, Mr. Brian Houseworth, fresh off his appearance Governor prayer breakfast yesterday in the big highlight, I think, from what I was gathering, because this yeah. started coming down the pipeline before I even, because I wasn't part of the show yeah. yesterday, so I had people following the event saying, did you hear what the governor said on y'all's show this morning? I'm like, no, I I, I didn't. But apparently what he said briefly uh, was the big thing. I, I think the, I think it was a huge thing. He he all but indicated the, gov- the state employees are going to get a, a, uh, a pay raise. I mean, he practically said it. He said the state. But he empl- didn't say. It. Let's be. In case but he said. He said the state employees will be pleased with the uh, with the pay. He went on about the you know the the fact that they have vacancies. And I said, Governor, what you're saying is state employees will have a pay raise. He said, Brian, I'll announce that on the 28th. And he started laughing. I, so. <laughs> <laughs> so our take was I think somebody's getting a pay raise. Exactly. And John, you concur? Yes, most definitely. All right, the highlight. There's John Marshman. Excellent work, buddy. I had uh, folks saying, "Man, you guys are killing it today." I'm like, "Well, probably because I wasn't part of the show. That's probably why it was doing." <laughs> you were on with us right out of the box. First thing in the morning, you were on the air with us. Uh, producer Hannah, and by the way, uh, producer Hannah, incredible work yesterday too, uh, behind the scenes. And I want to make sure that you get your kudos on, uh, on that. Cause well, you, thanks. you hear Stephanie and, uh, John and everybody and <laughs> there's a lot of folks making that happen. Producer Hannah is one of those. My name is Brandon Rather. Thank you for being here. Uh, a lot of folks letting us know about the sunrise this morning. Apparently it was re- We've had several texts and earlier and I was about to. Boy, it sure would have been helpful if I shared these texts about an hour ago. Well, are you going to share the part of the story where you looked the wrong direction? So, uh, one of our listeners sends us a text. says, man, sunrise is gorgeous this morning. First thing I do, <laughs> I, I get up. And I look towards Boonville. I did. I swear to God. And I then, watched you do it. I'm like, what the heck is he doing? So I'm like, oh, the, the sunrise. Yeah. So I turned my head to the right, to look, and it was uh, beautiful. And Hannah says, what are you doing? She says, you're over there, like, flipping your head around. So I'm looking for the sunrise. Well, it's been consistent for a while, which is what I appreciate about the sunrise. For a while now, it's been coming up in the east and setting in the west, right? That's how it works. Uh, one of the other big things happening this weekend, uh, final Final games of the NFL season taking place. Now, this obviously what we saw with Demar Hamlin Monday night uh, Monday night football. And I want to say this: Did anybody hear what his first words were? He is able to communicate, uh, and I love this. One of the doctors said, "You know, there's the phrase, yeah, uh, lights are on, but nobody's home." I am immensely familiar with this phrase. It used to be described me a lot. Lights are on, but nobody's home. One of the doctors said yesterday with him regarding his neurological condition and capacity right now, they said the lights are on 
in somebody's home. I'm like, wow, that is really cool. First thing that he communicated to doctors yesterday. Emerge and uh, follow commands uh, and even ask uh, who had won the game. And, uh, you know, to paraphrase uh, one of our partners, you know, when, when he asked, did we win? The answer is Yes, you know, Damari, you won. You've won the game of life. You've won the game of life. I wonder how long that doctor had been holding on to that line to be able to uh, use that. And Andy Humphrey, cousin Andy, you hear him on all the time whenever Mr. Howsworth is not here. Excellent work to you, too, by the way, yesterday. Thank you for what you did to make oh, no problem. so we could go out and play, so we could have a field trip. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold down the fort. Hold down the fort. We appreciate you very, very much. Um, but when Damari, the first thing is, did we win the game? To me, that's a sense of humor. I think he's going, hey, I know, because I'm waking up and I'm in a hospital. I can't talk. I'm going to have to write. I wonder, is he got a sense I of will, humor? I just think it's that important to him. I honestly think that that's okay. the first thing that was on his mind. Like, where am I? The last, but Because keep in mind, like the last thing he probably remembers is being in the game. He doesn't know how much time has yeah. passed. And so he probably thought... Wasn't I supposed to be playing a game right now? Did we win? Something like that. No, I think it yeah. was a genuine response, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, and by the way, the guy who popped him, T. Higgins, I think is the guy's yeah. name from the uh, Bengals. They've apparently had kind of, I don't want to say a relationship, but they've had dealings before with like with charitable events and stuff like that. Because a lot of folks on Twitter, T. Higgins shouldn't have done that. He really didn't. Uh, Really, nothing he did, and so another Bengals player saying, "Listen, T. Higgins and and uh, 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 Damari Hamlin, they know each other, so it's not like that." But yeah. anyhow, uh, at playoffs. What happens now with the playoffs? What is the NFL going yeah. to do? Because this is impacting Chiefs fans. It is. It is impacting the Chiefs because, of course, if those both of those two teams were at the time behind the Chiefs for the top seed in the AFC, the Chiefs needed the Bills to lose right. or tie in order to make sure they popped them. So the Monday night game that we were watching was... It, it had Im- implications as far as who was going to be the one. And so now that it's not happening, the NFL's trying to make it a little more fair to the Bills and Bengals to not be disadvantaged by the fact that they couldn't put that game on their record. So they came out yesterday with some uh, with some scenarios that are going to be you know presented to the owners and the owners are going to have to approve it, but I can't imagine why they wouldn't at this point. And uh, there's a time crunch kind of too. Right, yeah. No, you got to get this done. Basically with all of these scenarios, if the Chiefs do get the one seed, there is a chance that they would have to play the AFC Championship game at a neutral site. So, so bottom line is what you're hearing, John. So, Chiefs win this weekend. They've got the number one seed. They've got the one. But number one seed does not necessarily mean... Well, you get the bye still. Okay, you get the bye. They're still going to get the bye. Um, But if they are... Let's say if Buffalo or Cincinnati is the two seed, and then if those two teams meet in the AFC Championship game, the round right before the Super Bowl then that is going to be played at a neutral site, and they're trying to figure out where that's going to be still. Uh, how, about, but, how about St. Louis? We well, got a football, yeah. <laughs> we got a football oh, stadium man. That'd St. be perfect. Louis. <laughs> There'd be something there. Right. But, but the thing is, that's, uh, that's the only scenario. If it's against anybody else, like mm-hmm. if it's against the three, like if the two seed doesn't make it and it's not Buffalo or Cincinnati, then it's going to be Move. normal. Like the Chiefs could still technically host the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead, uh, depending on what happens but if it is 
Buffalo or the way that I'm reading this, at least, if it is either Buffalo or Cincinnati as the two seed meeting the Chiefs in that round, then they're going to play it at an individual site. And that's assuming the Chiefs win tomorrow. I'm making I'm making some assumptions. Right, yeah. You know. Just assuming the Chiefs will will uh, win because these guys never lose except for those three times. Um, anything else important that we need to know about this? And here's the th- a lot of these. Well, we don't like this option, or we don't like that option. I'm really happy about this option. You know, I'm always kind of one way or the other. And in this, I think the option they've come up with is like, hey, good work. You guys are writing the book on how to do something like this. I mean, this is really like something that you don't... People say, well, you didn't plan well enough if you don't have a solution for this. How do you plan for a player having to have his life basically, uh, uh, you know... Saved on a football field in one of the probably the biggest NFL game of the year, not just for us Chiefs fans, but for the NFL playoff biggest game of the year. Uh, how does that affect seating? And if we cancel the game, that's never happened before. There's no contingency plan for that, right? And so, you know, I was talking about this yesterday. It's not the exact same thing, but it feels a little bit like you know COVID when this was happening two years ago, and they had to move NFL games all around. They had to go to Tuesday, Wednesday, Mm -hmm. and and, and obviously, you know, health and safety is the most important thing, but, you know, we also have to think about the fact that these games do mean something, and you have to find ways to still make it, you know, competitively fair for everyone uh, participating, and, you know, this this was the best they came up with, and honestly, I couldn't think of a better scenario than this. Yeah, I thought some of the talking heads on ESPN, though, I can't remember who it was, came up and said, hey, maybe we should ask DeMar Hamlin what he thinks they should do with the game. And they say, he'll be the guy to say, well, go ahead and let's play. Because I think there's another, uh, uh, people said, well, what if we just call the Buffalo-Cincinnati game a tie? Well, this is essentially what it's doing. Yeah. Like, it's a no contest, and it's not showing up on their record as a tie, but that's essentially what it is. Uh, by the way, I need to fact check you on something you just said. What? What happened? Uh, you said because uh, of COVID, uh, the NFL, when COVID was going on, they had to kind of mess things around. It wasn't because of COVID. It was because of uh, uh, government officials. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had to work. My out. bad. <laughs> and the referees. And the referees. The referees yeah. fault. Yeah. Uh, sure. By the way, so cousin Andy, thank you so much for your help yesterday, and thank you for what you do here, and thanks for coming in. So you like you like this solution the NFL has come up with? I, yeah. I haven't come up with anything better. Exactly. Honestly. Yeah. By the way, before we let you go, um, you know we love all of our members of the Wake Up Mid Missouri family, and we got to give some kudos. Hannah, can you uh, can you make this announcement here? Well, I don't think it's my announcement to make. Yeah. Andy, you want to make it? <laughs> why did you make her do it? Yeah, why? Because I, I don't know. Because, why do you want to not want to do it? Well, because she... He gets all emotional and I do. I teary-eyed. I do. But it's big news for the Wake Up Mid-Missouri family. Well, yeah. So uh, my, my wife, Katie, and I are expecting a little girl soon. Yay! So. Congrats. That is We're going to have a second cousin running around. That's right. <laughs> uh, congratulations, man. That is exciting. It's been cool in hanging out with you over the past few years and seeing what you've been doing. By the way, uh, Andy hosts a really, really good afternoon sports talk show on our sister station, KTGR. And I'm guessing that'll be one of the big topics on your show today. Oh, yeah. It comes yeah, on. It uh, so if you're not listening to Tobler, please do me a favor and check out family member Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Andy, when you want some sports stuff, you hear him here all the time. Uh, and get used to... Yeah.
<laughs> well, he's been hanging out with you, Brandon. So he's <laughs> right there. <laughs> Plenty of training. Uh, uh, thank you. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Time for the Morning Bell Business News. Little twist only Stephanie can give you. She's going to be back here in a few days, so let's start here. Dow Futures gaining more than 300 points after the jobs report released uh, about an hour ago. So here, before we look at the numbers, I think the headlines uh, are, are what's interesting. Because you see, you see the slant, but technically they're all accurate. Uh, Fox News actually, uh, Fox News. Here's their headline: U.S. job growth cools slightly in December. USA Today hiring slowed in December, and those are both accurate. CNN: U.S. labor market remains robust. You know, it, it, and you could say that's. Fairly uh, accurate. So uh, here are the numbers. Here's what we're looking at uh, right now. U.S. hiring cooled in December to the lowest place in two years. Yeah, two years ago, remember, uh, uh, right before. So in the two years since the tragic events of January the 20th of 2021, this is where we are. Lowest pace in two years. But the labor market remains resilient in the face of higher interest rates, scorching high inflation and mounting recession fears. Stephanie and I were chatting um, last week, actually, while we she and I were doing the Randy Tobler show. Tobler's here every day, four to six. Pretty cool show, man. I, I like what Tobler and, uh, and Brian Hansen uh, do together on the show. Pretty cool. Um, but Stephanie and I were making predictions, and one of those was about, you know, are we going to say there's a recession? One of those. So here's some more numbers. Employers added 223 jobs in December. Labor Department is telling us. Now, that topped the 200,000 jobs forecast uh, by various economists. And that's uh, that's the morning bell here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Getting ready for winners and losers of the week. John, I hope I am hoping that you have a big roster of nominees for winners and losers, because uh, no, I've I've got a few. You got some? I got a couple. Sure, you got a couple. Hannah, you getting your list together? Yep. <laughs> and if you have somebody, and we always like listen. The more the more localer, the more importanter. So if there's somebody that you would like to nominate for, and you can nominate losers too. But if there's somebody that you would like to nominate, like locally, whether and it could be from the business world, it could be just somebody that should you think should be recognized. Get those texts into us eight seven four ninety three ninety. We're going to be doing that here at eight thirty five. I'm going to nom. I don't want to nominate the royal family, but I want to nominate the uh, the obsession. Um, there's a book coming out by one of the guys, and I, I always feel bad because I know Hannah, you're kind of into the royal stuff. You like to watch the yeah, stuff a little and, bit, yeah. So I, I'm. I don't fault the royals. What I wonder about, and I'm not, it's not personal, but I'm like, what's the fascination for people? Anyhow, this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. I uh, come from a high school that had a unique team name, so nothing has ever been used in like professional sports, NFL, NBA, baseball. Just go ahead and, yeah, just don't tell it to me, just cheer. <laughs> The syrup makers? <laughs> the rest of you quiet down for a second. Are you just trying to help me out? Is that what this is? I'm from Georgia, so... You're from Georgia, of course. I love the syrup from Georgia. <laughs> so matter of fact. 
You know, whenever you see a car from Georgia out there on I-70 and it says Georgia in the plate and it's got the syrup bottles because that's the state thing. Uh, mascots. We're loving this Dan Mears incredible speech here in mid-Missouri yesterday. He is Casey Wolf, has been Casey Wolf for 33 years, suffered uh, an incredible injury like 10 years ago. And the guy still going at it just gave this incredibly uplifting, heartfelt I don't even want to say it was a speech. He was just chatting with us. Almost uh, seven to 800 people in that room yesterday. He had us in tears. He had us laughing. His story is remarkable. Dan Mears. He has a website, too, I think, danmears.com. And if you do try to reach out, say, hey, can, and, and I don't know if they, I, they didn't charge for the prayer breakfast yesterday. I don't know what they do, but I'm just letting you know if you're ever looking for somebody. Wow, uh, this guy is one of the, the, the best that I have ever uh, seen, at least in person. It was just an incredible story, incredible event. We appreciate you joining us that, uh, joining us uh, for that yesterday here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle at 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. I'm Brandon Rathard. Steph's going to be back in a few days. John Marsh, Mr. Howsworth, Producer Hanall hanging out with us. And now for nominees for the winners and losers of the week. All right, every Friday, uh, Feel Good Friday, we pick winners and losers of the week, the more local or the more important -er. So if you have a nominee for somebody local, let us know, 874-9390. Uh, this is not intentional, by the way. <laughs> the timing of it is just unfortunate for what we're about to do. The time, the timing's a real sometimes. It's not intentional, but you're not mad about it either. <laughs> First thing we got to do, and this should not be in the realm of winners or losers of the week, but we've got to run something through our Ministry of Truth. Andy Hunt Humphrey, cousin Andy, who. Uh, huge help here yesterday while we were on a field trip in Jefferson City. You hear Cousin Andy on the show all the time whenever Howsworth is out doing other things. We brought Andy in because I wasn't quite understanding the structure of what could potentially happen. Well, for so the here's the thing. <laughs> so, so I don't understand what's going so here's on. <laughs> what do I do? I call an expert. Come on our show. Talk about this. Here's what I was trying to do. Because I knew that Brandon was not very schooled on this sort of topic, <laughs> I was trying to oversimplify it for him. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> and, uh, and, and in so doing, I uh, oversimplified it a little too much. To the point where I was saying things that were incorrect, okay. by the way. Yeah. I deserve that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Whoopsie. Whoops. Yeah. All right, man. You guys. And the other thing before, Andy just announced here publicly on Wake Up Mid Missouri uh, that he is going to be a father for the very first time, and that's that is very. It's awesome. Congratulations, cool. buddy. And that's Appreciate that's a true guys. story, by the way. That is true. Yeah, I'm not here to correct. I'm not <laughs> issue that correction. We're not issuing that correction. Oh, hey, wait, guys. No, 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 no. Earlier said I was going to be a father. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. No, that's not. <laughs> Andy's never going to come, come on, on the show again. <laughs> All right, so uh, playoffs. Bottom line this for us okay. again. <laughs> so, uh, essentially, Kansas City has a good chance to be the one seed, right? Because, you know, if they win, they, they have it. These guys never lose. Right, exactly. Uh, but if they if they do win... And Buffalo wins. Then we talked about the scenario of if if Buffalo's the two seed, most likely they're going to be playing the, the AFC Championship game against each other. That would be at a neutral site. That is only if Buffalo wins this weekend and Kansas City wins. Because if they, if, if they both if the win. Chi if the Chiefs were to win Buffalo were to lose, then they would be far apart enough to yeah. where even if the Bills-Bengals game was played, 
then the Chiefs would still have enough clearance over the Bills to have the one seed regardless of what happened. So they would be able to host the Bills if they were a game and a half apart. But if they're only a half game apart in the standings, then it's a neutral site game. Because basically, Chiefs have the benefit of 17. Now, this is assuming that the Chiefs are going to win tomorrow. But basically, uh, it looked like Buffalo was going to have the number one seed. Even if we ended the season with the same record, Buffalo wins because they beat us in the regular season. That's one of those times that we don't always win. Um, Still contingent on the owners, too, right? Yeah, so this and we still yeah, have to, and the owners still have to vote on all of this too, and that's going to happen today. But l- let me ask you this: um, Are you sure? <laughs> well, now I'm not. <laughs> You're saying that? Come on! But but essentially, yeah. uh, I oversimplified it to the point where if Buffalo's the two, Kansas City's the one. In any scenario, they're playing at a neutral site for the AFC Championship game. Same thing with Cincinnati. But in the case of Cincinnati, like that's even more difficult for them to get to a neutral site because they're even further behind the Chiefs. And that would require Cincinnati winning this weekend and both Kansas City and Buffalo losing. Then if it's Cincinnati um, as the two and Kansas City as the one, then that would be a neutral site AFC championship game. But if in any other scenario, the Chiefs actually do have a Decent chance of hosting the AFC Championship. Can you go back to where you, where you were wrong but simplifying it? Because <laughs> now that this is why I didn't want to do this. Like, come on. <laughs> now, now, Andy, like, what? What's if that? you're feeling embarrassed right now, just I don't. Just take peace in the fact that you didn't fall off a stage in front of 800 people yesterday. Is that what happened yesterday? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Top, even, I didn't know that. Top. I think as I'm trying to take <laughs> stock and put my list together this morning, I think probably one of the top two. Three, five. These top five most embarrassing moments. You had to count up when you were here. Yeah, just now. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm adjusting on the fly. Number one, right now, the time I got pants in the seventh grade. There's some cute girls standing around me. I'm at the locker room, and these girls come up and start talking. I'm like, why are these girls talking to me? Well, they were distracting me while another one passed wearing gym pants. She pants me, which is no big deal, except for the fact that with all my books in hand. <laughs> I turn around to give chase to the people who have just committed this crime against me. And I immediately fell because my drawers was wrapped up all around my ankles. And I fell flat on the school floor. Books going everywhere. My seventh grade bare butt just flashing for everybody to see there at Fanning Middle School in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, yesterday, towards the end of the event at the governor's prayer breakfast, we're on the stage and it's packed and they're doing photos and me and the pastor are standing back and they're trying to, and it's it's kind of a, it's a big stage, but there was a lot, there were a lot of people on there, so we're backing up to the, the back of the, the curtain. <laughs> and as I start backing up, I realize, huh, Uh-oh. There, there, there's nothing back here. <laughs> so to save my life, what do I do? I grab the pastor by the... <laughs> It's appropriate, man of the cloth. <laughs> that, well, you know, there's there's some fi- figuratively and literally, I was reaching for some help to save my life. Um, <laughs> and then in the middle of grabbing the pastor to try to brace myself so that I would not fall in front of 800 people in this room yesterday, uh, in the middle I realized this is probably a bad idea. And then, and this is happening within thousands of a millisecond, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Very quick. In the middle of grabbing the pad, I thought, no, this is not a good idea, and kept falling. 
and then rethought that decision as the floor got closer. I'm like, yep, I better grab the pastor again because this is going to hurt. And so we fell backwards into the curtain oh. off the stage. Fortunately, this you was- landed on the pastor. <laughs> And donations to his GoFundMe page can be made. <laughs> um, so fortunately, it was right as the event had ended. So people were turned around walking out. But it caused enough of a commotion. To where about, people had to turn around and be like, what's going on? Yeah. And so, and, and this is, is being told. And they're recording and you can. Wa- oh, yeah. So now the pastor and I, and if you're watching on our YouTube channel, Wake Up Mid-Missouri, be a good time to do so. So now. Me and the pastor at the <laughs> at the 2023 Governor's <laughs> Prayer Breakfast, the annual prayer breakfast that we do every year. <laughs> me and this pastor <laughs> are laying behind the stage, and we're we're looking up at all these faces looking down. Governor is going, "Hey, Brandon, are you okay?" <laughs> and so me and the pastor down, and so now we're talking. I'm like, "Hey," and I said, "I said to the pastor because I'm not thinking." Uh, I said, hey, dude. <laughs> I said, hey, dude. <laughs> Are you okay? How's it hanging? <laughs> and the By pa- the way, I love that right now on the cameras, all you can see is the very tippy top of Brandon's head in his reading glass. <laughs> and this, this was the scene yesterday, Hannah. <laughs> but it's me and this dude who a lot of people call pastor and said, I said, y'all right, dude? And he says, dude, I'm good. <laughs> so then we're trying to... To get up and as 800 power of prayer. (laughs) Yeah. And so as we're trying to climb up from behind the stage, I can't see much because, you know, I'm behind the stage. (laughs) And and me and the pastor are starting to climb up. And and there's like 800 heads turned. Was Benny Hill playing while all this was happening? (laughs) So we're slowly and we're climbing up. Off the stage, and it was the struggle. <laughs> oh man! Well, you're okay though. You're good. that. That was a fall though. That was a because that's a that's a well. well for me, I landed on the pastor. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. Thought. Thank goodness. Yeah. Do we need to call this pastor and apologize? Four, oh. It's a product. I'd say four feet off that stage. Oh, I, was, I think it's like ten. Oh, oh it, no! It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, where were we? Winners good and thing you're five eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andy, thank you. You want to pick a winner or loser of the week while you're joining us here on the show? I mean, the pastor must be a winner now, right? <laughs> uh, all right, let's do this. Uh, let's we'll, we'll do winners and losers of the week in our leftovers segment. We'll do that because we do have some local winners and losers. If you have somebody. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Enjoy. And our leftovers on a feel-good Friday. Winners and losers of the week. Housworth, what do you got? I have a winner. Um, my mother, Brandon, um, had a stroke um, on Friday. I haven't talked about that on the air, and I, it makes me very sad. So I'll just keep this very brief and try to get through it. She's recovering, and uh, I'm going to have a need a lot of rehab. But my winner of the week would be to the paramedics at the Florissant Valley Fire District for taking care of her and getting to her. She apparently found her very quickly, and to the great nurses and doctors at St. John's Mercy. Kudos to them, and uh, you're in my prayers, my mom as well. Thank you. Very cool. And I want to uh, now turn it over to Mr. Marsh, winners, losers. Well, I'd like maybe do a blanket one for all the folks yeah. who joined us on our live broadcast from the governor's prayer breakfast a lot of uh, 
a lot of lawmakers and even give props to uh, Representative David Tyson Smith, the Democrat from Columbia, who gladly came on the air with us and talked to us about his bill about prohibiting teenagers from buying semi-automatic weapons, which prompted State Representative Republican Tim Taylor to say, eh, I'm a Second Amendment guy and indicate that wasn't going to happen. Uh, I, I have one loser. Yes. A homeless man, Terrence Woods, facing several charges after police say he broke into a classroom trailer at East Elementary in Jefferson City. Officers say they found Woods standing in a classroom trailer while holding a remote to turn on a projector. When asked what he was doing, Woods allegedly told the officers he was working on, quote, school stuff. <laughs> Which is would be accurate, kind of, right? Yeah, he's in the classroom <laughs> turning on the projector. Maybe he's just going to, you know, bone up on his English. Doing my homework, man. Yeah, it's school. It may not be my schoolwork, but I'm doing schoolwork. Accurate statement. What you got, Hannah? Well, I want to, you know, give our team here a shout out for winner of the week because we all kind of nailed it yesterday. Brandon, of course, you being asked to MC the governor's prayer breakfast for the second year in a row is a huge deal. And I heard that you nailed it on the podium. Not really. And brought the house or, or down. Off, or off the podium. <laughs> or off the podium. Yeah. <laughs> you brought the house down there at the end. And then, of course, to John, Stephanie, and Brian for yeah. holding the fort down and getting all those really awesome interviews that we had yesterday. And, you know, doing a field trip can be a little discombobulating. And we couldn't have went and done the field trip, John, if not for Hannah. I think can we give Hannah a big round of applause, well, John. Yeah. And Harley and yeah, uh, Aiden, our engineers as well. Shout out to our engineers who we also couldn't have done it without. So everyone just kind of came together yesterday for a really cool broadcast. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of folks coming together in that room yesterday. David Tyson Smith, I was chatting with him yesterday. Hey, Mr. Smith, how are you? And and we've had uh, via text, and this had to do with a statement that he had made, and I asked him to provide proof, and he couldn't do it. But anyhow, um, he's... So since, but we've had really good dealings, and I told myself, Mr. Smith, I said, I got to tell you, whenever we talk about you in the air, on the air, I said one of the stories we share is we were going to the uh, courthouse in Boone County when they wanted to take down those murals because people got triggered by them, and he and I disagreed on that issue, and I'm walking into the thing, and some. Uh, some guy who, who people would stereotype as a homeless, disheveled drunk uh, approaches David Tyson Smith. And I got to tell you, David Tyson Smith stood there and talked to the guy for a minute. And I've always thought that was very cool. But then I did clarify with Mr. Smith. I said, but that's just one of the, of the stories. And he, he laughed. I mean, he knows where we are uh, politically. Casey is submitting. Brandon, I want to nominate winners of the week. The new owners of Murray's Restaurant in Columbia for keeping Bill and Gary's legacy going on. Murray's has been in business for 37 uh, years now. And I think, um, I think, um, uh, I better not say that in case I'm not sure. Wow, look at that yeah. personal growth. Oh, I nominate the students and their parents in Columbia Public Schools as winner because of Chuck Basie and all the other candidates that have entered their names in the school board openings. Don't know what's going to happen with that race. Also spoke with Chuck Basie uh, yesterday via text and said, hey, man, I think this is great that you're running for the uh, school board in Columbia. And they're still trying to figure out whether or not he will actually be able to get onto the uh, get onto the ballot. Corey Bush, easy loser of the week. <laughs> Every week, right? Yeah. Well, especially, this is just, 
it breaks my heart that humans behave in a way that people like Cory Bush do. And this is not politics. This is human to human, person to person. Uh, Byron Donalds, guy from Florida, uh, even before he was nominated to be Speaker of the House, even before he'd said some, I just thought some really good, good things. Anyhow, she says him being nominated and anybody voting for him, 